Welcome. You've turned into Rockstar Millennial Spotlight, featuring Katherine Spitznagel, professional coach, speaker, and author of the book, Rockstar Millennials, Developing the Next Generation of Leaders. On this show, we'll feature millennials who represent this high-energy, creative, and entrepreneurial generation, and spotlight Rockstar Millennials who are living their purpose, helping others, and making a difference right where they are. Please join me in welcoming our host, Katherine Spitznagel. Hi, I'm Katherine Spitznagel, your host for Rockstar Millennial Podcast, and today we have a special guest with us, Mr. Sam Miller. Welcome, Sam. Thank you, Katherine. I'm delighted to be with you this afternoon. Well, we're great. We are grateful to have you. So tell us, uh, you have an incredible story, and uh, and the work you're doing is is amazing. Uh, so I couldn't wait for our audience to to meet you and to hear about you. So tell us a little bit about who you are, and what you do. Well, I was born with cerebral palsy, Catherine, and to be honest with you and our listeners, that's always the best policy, right? Right. I um, I was born with cerebral palsy, as I just mentioned, but I've always felt caught in the middle. So what I mean by that is I know that there's a whole lot more people that are more challenged than I am, but there's also a lot that I can't do even if I'd like to. And so um, I've been on this journey my whole life to find my place and my purpose. And fortunately, the last few years, I've been finding that more and more through coaching and speaking and writing. As I think you mentioned, I came out with a book, I'm Possible Life Lessons on Thriving with a Disability, which um, gives me great pleasure and gratitude to lead people through group coaching and workshops related to the reflections in the book. Yes, and it's an incredible book, um, I'm Possible, uh, by Sam Miller. Um, whether or not you have a disability, it's still an incredible book, a great book of just um, life lessons. And uh, and you talk about one of the first things you say to your readers is is join me on this journey. Um, I'm going to go from uh, surviving to thriving. And boy, if you ever need just a, a moment of inspiration, um, look to Sam. Look to his book because he's just got some great. Um, you've got great passion uh, for what you do, but just great motivation. Uh, whether you have a disability. Uh, or not. Um, one of the things that you talk about in your book is it, it was kind of an epiphany for you. Um, out of your mess comes your message. And so uh, tell us a little bit about that, that journey. Um, this isn't where you thought you would end up. You thought you'd be uh, doing something in sports. And so talk to us about that journey, the sports yeah. journey and, and kind of where, how that led you to where you are now. Yeah, absolutely. I grew up in Michael Jordan's prime, uh, as I'm sure a lot of our listeners did. And so I was passionate about basketball, and I still am. I, I often say there's nothing like the sound of a swoosh to me. I love <laughs> basketball. But at the same time, I mean, you know, once it became apparent that I would survive my birth because I came out black and blue with cerebral palsy due to lack of oxygen, once it became apparent that I would survive, then my whole orientation and mantra 
obviously I didn't have the words at the time, but I began living uh, the idea of finding a way. And for me, what, what that means practically for our call on your question today is that I said to myself, okay, I, I can't be around the thing that I love of basketball, but what can I do to still get that heart need met to get that longing satisfied, uh, those competitive juices, I guess. And that took me down a 12 year road in sports media. And I, I started, uh, in journalism and a newspaper in Peoria. I'm so thankful for my time at the journal star. And then from there, I went on to intern with USA basketball and work in a couple different capacities with major league baseball. And so that kind of brings us up to speed briefly on my sports media career. But from that, I realized that um, some of those skills I still use today, but I also, um, there was a time where I realized that I was seeing through a microscope and the path for my life was meant to be seen through a telescope a lot bigger. And that took me down the path of coaching and consulting. I love that. I love that. And, you know, I don't want to focus too much on this, but you had a pretty good darn gig going with with basketball and also baseball. And, and you've mm-hmm. lived a lot of places as a sports broadcaster. And as you say, yeah, you couldn't play, uh, but you were an announcer and you were a sports journalist. Uh, you lived in Detroit for a while and covered the Detroit Tigers. And, yeah, that's kind of big stuff. Sam, you know, and good on yeah. you and good on you for taking those things on and doing it, doing it differently, doing it the way you could do it. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. I, you know, um, again, I'm still very much making sense of my journey. I'm incredibly honored to have uh, legendary broadcaster Bob Costas mm-hmm. endorse my book. And uh, still today, he's a he's a big supporter and encourager of me. Um, but at the same time, as we talked about previously, Catherine, I realized that as much as I love sports and I'm passionate about sports, I realized there was something more for me in particular. Mm-hmm. And that's, right. that's a lot of my realization, my heartbeat, I think you use the word epiphany, is that Ultimately, each one of us has to find what's right for us. And for me, uh, I think you mentioned the out of your mess comes your message quote. And I realized that I wanted to bring redemption and hope out of my circumstances with having uh, disability-related challenges. And that's, again, what took me down the path of coaching and consulting and uh, working with people like me and helping them find their way. Right. Another one of your quotes from your book that I I loved was, I chose to pursue what I wanted rather than to avoid what I feared. And that is so poignant, I think. And and again, whether or not you're living with a a disability, I think a whole lot of people can can relate to that. And and you just kept pursuing and overcoming uh, fears. And so talk to us a little bit about how you manage um, I mean, you went on to, to get married, your beautiful wife, uh, Kayla uh, Miller, um, and who has also been on our podcast and is a jewelry designer and owns a business. Um, so you went on to get married. Um, your family's now growing, 
right? Got a baby girl on the way. Yeah. That's right. Yes. Couldn't be prouder to be a girl dad. <laughs> and so um, how do you manage, how do you blend all of this, blend your your work life, and, and tell us a little bit about what you're doing. Uh, you, you've got your business, you're doing coaching, uh, you're also doing some, some group work uh, with some very specific groups. Um, yeah. And tell us, tell us about that. Tell us about TCRC. Well, I think there's a, there's a saying that I'm sure many of our listeners have heard, that if, if we're thinking just in terms of ourselves, we're probably thinking too small. And so I know uh, Kayla, my wife, has amplified my dreams, amplified my hope in my life, and just enriched it uh, immeasurably. And I hope I do that for her. Um, I'm super proud. I love to call her my jewelry genius, and I'm super <laughs> proud of the fine custom jewelry business that she's, uh, that she's orchestrating and building. Uh, and so I think, you know, it takes give and take. Uh, we, uh, we work out every day, uh, figuring out how to help each other, whether that's through ideas or just encouragement or, uh, practical, like admin stuff. There's a lot of give and take, but we, um, we're thankful that we're each other's biggest fans. And, and sometimes, you know, sometimes it's her day. Sometimes it's my day to need help or to shine, but, um, I think all of us, whether or not it's a romantic relationship or otherwise, we all need someone, at least one person close in our lives to hold us accountable. And I'll, I'll go ahead and expand on that for just a quick second. Uh, the same leader that said, out of your mess comes your message, he also said accountability is accounting for your ability. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what Kayla has done for me is, is said, hey, I know you're great. I know you have potential. Let's let's keep going. Let's keep pushing it and seeing seeing what we can do to help other people. Yes, and that's part of something that you both do together. And I love you. you know when she talks about meeting you and um, you you folks met at a kind of a conference and um, she she was very intentional about looking past your disability. And you talk about that in the book too where she was focused on that and she said there's you know there's so much more and then as she got to know you she said oh there's so much more there's so much more potential and there's so many more people that you can help and um and and hold accountable and sort of say i i did this and i'm doing more and so can you and let me let me sort of show you the way and um and that's even kind of the name of your business right Talk to us about that. Right. So my business is called Dreaming Made Simple because that's really my heart is is uh, that I take dreams and I make them simple. Uh, one of the ways that I've learned to define a dream is I say a dream is not a wish or a want or a nice idea. It's that burning passion. It's that idea that it's that thought that you return to every time you need inspiration or a happy thought. In other words, you, you can't let it go. And I think that um, what I've realized in my time working with individuals like me, working with individuals with some sort of a disability is that we're all a lot more similar than you might think. And so we all have dreams, desires, hopes, 
And like I said before, like all of that is put in, put in us, deposited in us for a purpose. And all of that needs some sort of an outlet. Right. And I think you help give people that outlet or show them, show them that way. You do group coaching and you do an individual um, as well. And so um, where do you see that you've made a, a difference? You have a very purposeful life, purpose-driven work, purpose-driven business. Uh, tell us about one of the folks, or um, I know you do group coaching too. Where do you see that you're making a difference? Yeah, you know, I've been fortunate to work in any number of settings. I've been fortunate to facilitate workshops and uh, speaking engagements in churches and schools and businesses. And I can think of, in particular, I can think of I'm incredibly uh, fortunate and thankful to have the opportunity to uh, come alongside TCRC in the central Illinois area. That's Tazewell County Resource Centers mm-hmm. on a weekly basis and uh, go through group coaching and workshops, as I said, related to my book and other materials. And through that, um, I've been uh, contracting with them for a little while now. And so we build a relationship, both the staff and the individuals that they serve with day programming. I can think of, you know, two in particular, I can think of one, uh, incredible lady there. Uh, she, you know, has various moments. I don't know if they're epiphanies or whatever, but she's, she's gone on this journey of, um, just basically finding out what she wants and then finding out how to make her needs known. So in the time that I've been around her, uh, she's gone from getting her own guardianship to now she's, uh, working at the horse stables nearby. And, you know, I can't take a ton of credit for that, but I'd like to think I, uh, gave her a little bit of encouragement and perspective to nudge her forward. Um, another young man, he, uh, right away we connected because he said, Oh, I, I, I've written all this stuff. Um, and you're a fellow writer too. And, and he saw my book, I'm possible. And he's like, he's like, can I get a copy of that? And I signed it to him, you know, from one writer to another, uh, because again, he's got everything that I have. Uh, you know, so much of my journey has been, um, so much of my success has been due to the people around me. And now to see him almost a year later from when I started working with him, again, he went from, uh, you know, maybe just kind of, uh, questioning what, what he was doing with his life to now he's, He's, uh, you know, working steadily Mm -hmm. and then even more so he's, uh, on the track to publishing his first, first book, uh, story about vampires. And it's incredible. It's amazing. And I'm not just saying this to flatter him, uh, the amount of detail that he has, uh, again, we need to give all the individuals around us a chance to share the passion and the skill that they have. Right. And, you know, one of the things that we've talked about, and I've and Kayla and I have talked about it too, uh, one of the things you do so well, Sam, is is to bring that out of people. 
and uh, particularly people with disabilities, and you ask them, you know, what do you want to do? What's your, what are you passionate about? Whether it's writing or horseback riding or, you know, whatever it is. And these people often aren't asked that. They're, you know, they're um, sort of summed up with this is your disability, this is what you're capable of doing or not capable of doing. And um, their career or their life is a lot of times based on their, their capability and not their dream. And you bring that out and you say, yeah, you're just as capable as anybody else. We're going to do it differently. And what are you dreaming about? And then you help them reach that. And that's just been incredible. Uh, some of the folks that you've worked with and some of the things they've been able to do. And, and yes, I'm going to give you some of that credit. They're doing the work, but you're, uh, you're inspiring them and you're coaching them and you're encouraging them. Um, some of them on a weekly basis, some more often than that. So thank you for that. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you, Catherine. So tell us what's next for you, Sam. You've got a book. Uh, you're doing group coaching. You're doing one-on-one um, coaching. You're, um, you're having a baby girl. Tell us what's, uh, what's next. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, I think a lot right there. I'm always looking for speaking engagements, uh, for businesses. And like I said, churches, uh, any organizations, um, because I think I hesitate to share this because I don't want people that I recognize again, that I'm, I'm fairly blessed to have cerebral palsy to the extent that I have it. Um, so I don't want people that are more affected than me to um, be hurt or offended. But I think that a disability in my mind is anything that seeks to limit us from our fullest potential. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, I think that anybody, quite honestly, needs the impossible message. Anybody has challenges that they need to figure out how to go from surviving to thriving Mm -hmm. uh, in a particular area. And so I'm always looking to share the I'm possible message and beyond. Uh, That's one thing. And then the other thing is I, uh, about five years ago now, I came out with my first resource called the Dreaming Made Simple Starter Guide, which is about 26 pages. It's real brief, but it's it's just designed to get uh, partakers uh, going toward their dreams and goals, you know, give them a boost. It starts with uh, the, the personal... Um, personal touch, you know, what's personal to you. And it it takes people on the dreaming and doing journey. And I'm looking to get that into paperback form probably one one way or another this year. Great. And that's also, I'll give you another plug for your your book, uh, the I'm Possible book. Each chapter, um, they're short chapters. They're they're bite size. And and you said you'd written it um, not only for the folks with disabilities, but sometimes their parents and their families. Um, you've written it in these bite-sized chapters that if they just have a few minutes, they can sit and read it. Um, but each chapter also has reflection questions, and it sort of spurs some activity and and some reflection. And I, and I love that. Um, you really feel like you're on this journey with them, and you want them to sort of look inside and say, if you're feeling this, what are some things you can do and how do you go about this? And you, 
you sort of spur people from that dreaming to doing um, with that book, with those reflections. So tell us, what encouragement do you have for other millennials? Yeah, I read a quote from Russell Brunson of ClickFunnels. He's an incredible entrepreneur. I read a quote from him recently, and he said something like this. He said, we by nature are a bunch of dabblers. <laughs> and my challenge to our listeners today is that don't dabble. Find who you are and what makes your heart come alive and commit to it, whatever it takes. Find a way. Find a way. Well said. Well said, Sam. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you for what you do every day. Thank you for all the people that you help and inspire. And you're you're one of those people that's changing lives. And I just so grateful, grateful for all you do. So thank you. Thank you, Catherine. Absolutely. And thanks to our listeners. Thanks for joining us today. Don't miss a podcast. You can find us on rockstarmillennials.com, Apple Podcast, and iTunes. And until next time, talk soon. Share your thoughts about this episode, subscribe to future podcasts, submit a discussion topic, or shine a light on a rock star millennial in your world. Contact Catherine Spitznagel at rockstarmillennials.com and click on Contact Us. Contact Us.